This is It Just Takes One. One person, one experience, one idea, one moment to change your life. Here's what's coming up on today's show. It's not doing less. I'm not doing less than before. I'm doing way more, but I'm enjoying it, everything. And I'm assigning then a time that allows me to have way more free time than before. So I'm doing more, working less, <laughs> enjoying more, and I want that for everybody else as well. One of the things that I hear more and more recently is people telling me that they feel burned out or overwhelmed. I think it is a combination of being the middle of winter here in the Northern Hemisphere, coming through the pandemic, which has taken a toll that we probably don't even recognize fully at this point, and all of the fallout from that, the pressures, the uncertainties that have come through what we've been experiencing over the past couple of years. If that is something that you can relate to, then you are going to enjoy this episode. Today, I am interviewing Alejandra Marquez, who is the recent best-selling author of From Burned Out to Unstoppable, A Guide to Becoming Your Most Productive and Balanced Self. In our interview today, Alejandra explains how she came up with the idea of a method to help people overcome overwhelm and to help people get through burnout. She shares her story of how she learned that and her experience that led her to finding joy in life and creating a life that allows her to enjoy more. I will let her share more. So I invite you to sit back and listen in as Alejandro Marquez shares her story. Alejandra, hello and welcome to It Just Takes One. Hi, Kelly. Thank you for having me here. Thank you for joining me. You're joining me from the Canary Islands today. Yes, from Spain here in the Tenerife. <laughs> Wonderful. We're going to talk a little bit about how you ended up in Spain and what you're doing there now. But I first want to say congratulations for your book becoming a bestseller. Thank you. It has been incredible. I still cannot believe it and feeling all the chills. So yeah, pretty excited about that. So let's just dive right in and share with the audience what your book is about. Tell us first, who is this book for? Who did you write the book for? Okay, so from burnout to unstoppable, it's a guide for especially women, but it could be for anybody. But I was really picturing this woman that tried to wear all the hats and she's tired of being burned out, exhausted. And this is a guide for you to become your most productive and balanced self. So it has a lot to do with getting rid of distractions, procrastination, how to achieve your goals with ease and how to create this work-life balance that everybody dreams about and they all feel like it's impossible. Like I'm 100% sure that it is possible. I've been in both sides of the coin. I reached burnout several times in my life, and that's why I wanted to, to put the title into my book. And then I discovered how to change it, how to keep being a goal achiever and put myself, like really set myself um, big goals, but also enjoying everything and not reaching that burnout point. You know, it's something that when you work with 
busy professionals, whether they be male, female, um, you find that burnout is is certainly a, a risk that in a lot of something a lot of people have experienced. But do you think that even more right now because of the pandemic and some of the extra challenges that we're all facing, do you think that burnout is increasing? Do you see more and more of it? Yes, in here. Uh, obviously, the pandemic has bring so many feelings into all of us. And especially working from home, you feel like now you have everything mixed. Uh, before, we kind of didn't have this work-life balance, but you have the spaces separated, divided. Like, you know when it was work, you know when you were home. And it was a mess. But <laughs> now with everything mixed, you feel like you should never stop working. It doesn't matter if you are an employee, it doesn't matter if you are an entrepreneur, you're the business owner, you feel like you always need to be on and especially because on these times, everything is so, so uncertain. You just want to make the best decisions for your business. So absolutely, on these times, people will feel, can feel, not will, <laughs> can feel uh, a lot more of burnout. But I can assure you that it is 100% possible for you to not only get rid of it, but prevent it. Like you can create different spaces, even if it is on your own home, or just really getting to know how to manage it all for you in a way that serves you. That's that's the thing that really finding a way that serves you because everybody's different. Yeah, I think that's that's a great point. And you have actually found a way, you've actually found a method, which we'll talk about, we'll get deeper into that. But you found it because of your own story and how you actually experienced burnout and what happened because of it. So let's let's bring you back. Let's kind of share with the audience where you began. You were born in Venezuela and grew up there. Tell us a little bit about your life and, and about how you ended up getting to the point where you were feeling overwhelmed and, and started thinking about creating the method. Yeah, so I, as you say, I was born in Venezuela. Since I turned 18, I moved to, to Spain. And then just last year, I moved to Tenerife. Um, but I reached Bernal very young age. It was in high school, not even in college, but it started in high school with a very over-demanding um, French system. And then I reached again in college. I must say, I'm a recovered perfectionist. I always wanted to be the best one. It doesn't matter what it was. Even if it was a sport or classes, whatever it was, I wanted to be number one. And in college, I just wanted to do it all in a way that put myself for success on the on the world market. So to get an idea, I was studying for two degrees at the same time, business management and law, while learning six languages, working two to three part-time jobs at the same time, because that's the thing. I didn't want it to just get the theory and, okay, I, I can have two degrees, but I needed the work experience. I don't want it to end up no, knowing nothing about the real world. So I always work in notaries in one of the biggest uh, law firms here in Spain, research center. And I tried absolutely everything that was on my hand and while helping my family in their restaurant, spending time with them, spending time with my loved ones. And I managed to be number one in my class in both degrees. So I achieved what I wanted, but obviously I reached burnout and, and I was feeling this pressure in my shoulder that it was saying, stop, <laughs> please stop, uh, keep pushing because I was not taking care of myself. 
and now the other side of the corner um, of the coin is that when pandemic hit, I was studying for two masters now, <laughs> uh, business and uh, the two masters were uh, sports law and advocacy. And I was also working two part-time jobs, criminal law professor and project manager in a research center. And I was even spending more time with my family of because of the pandemic, but also because we managed a way to spend more time playing and enjoying this time together because it was not something that you will say, okay, right now we are all at home. How can we do to not be together? No, we wanted to really take advantage of that time and just bring us closer. So at this point, doing all those things while building my business because I was creating everything on the back end so I can start coaching uh, female entrepreneurs, I didn't reach that burnout. Because I, I really dive deep into everything that I've been learning about time management, productivity, self-development, and then start implementing things in place. And that's how I developed my method. It was really by trial and error, managing all, and really start taking care of myself, like having this balance and really establishing good boundaries, healthy boundaries, so I can keep moving forward without just feeling like I wanted to quit again. So right now, um, everything is working perfectly. <laughs> I know that I'm still, I still can improve. There are so many things that I'm learning too, but it's 100% possible for you to have this balance following this method. And it doesn't, it doesn't have only function for me, but also for all the women that I've worked with. Like it's more than a dozen, it's more than 30 women that have already follow this path and it's my time, my time method. It's so interesting. You know, as I'm listening to the, all the things that you were doing and, you know, accomplishing, which is amazing. I think, you know, when I work with authors, when I'm working with women, you hear that a lot, you hear a lot about the perfectionist tendencies that you described and this sense of, you know, always doing, 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 wanting to get to the next, wanting to do the next, wanting to, to do it all, right? What do you think are some of the experiences of someone who is doing it all and then they, they are feeling overwhelmed? When do they know that they've become burned out? When do they know that the overwhelm is more than just busy schedule and feeling like you're being productive, but it's gone over the edge to something that's more detrimental to them? How, what are some of the things that somebody listening might recognize as symptoms or uh, experiences that they might be having that would show them that they are burning out rather than just being productive? Yeah, so in here, it obviously depends on every person, like not everybody hits burnout at uh, the same level or feeling the same symptoms. But for example, for me, it was this heavy weight on my shoulder that I felt drained, even if I was spending quality time with my loved one. And it was like, am I really enjoying this? Because I feel like my head is somewhere else. And as you're saying, it's not only being busy and productive, but I was feeling like there has to be something else. I, I just didn't want it to continue that way. Most people feel like they they just want to quit, like get rid of absolutely everything. They start getting sick. So for me, it was a lot of headaches, back pain, and just really recognizing that my health was not getting on the right track. <laughs> like it was not staying um, on a good way. And most people feel that, but they just feel like, Am I, uh, I'm just tired. 
I just need to get some sleep and they never get it. <laughs> but <laughs> you can start seeing all these things that keep adding one to another. And you just feel like this really, really heavy pressure on your soul is that you just want to get rid of it. Sorry. <laughs> I hear you. I, I hear that, you know, physical manifestation, like some kind of pressure on their shoulders. Sometimes I've, I've had women describe it pressure in their chest. And then, like you said, that feeling of I'm tired, maybe I'm just tired, but then you never ever catch up on that sleep, but you're just tired all the time. I think you also brought up another good point about, you know, asking yourself that question. Am I really enjoying this? You know, is this really joyful? Is it, is it filling me up or is it just constant drain? Yeah, no, absolutely. I feel like that's a really good way to know if you're on the right track or not. And I don't say that every single day is going to be perfect and you're going to be enjoying every single minute. That's that's awesome. <laughs> if you're doing it, congrats to you. Let me know how you do it. <laughs> but it's just um, a matter of really saying, am I aligned with what I want? Am I really enjoying the time with my family? Am I enjoying my job? Am I enjoying my hobbies? Because Normally what happens when you're burning out is that you're not prioritizing the right things. So you don't have hobbies. You don't have time for yourself, the time with your family. Again, you're thinking about job. When you're in your job, you only feel guilty because you're not spending enough time with your family. And all of these things, you really want to start being in a place where you're more present, like really feeling like every, every single thing that you have is perfectly aligned with what you want. And you're enjoying it and you might get challenged. That's perfect. <laughs> Go ahead, face those challenge and, and you can improve and keep moving forward to your goals. But it's just this really good feeling of I can enjoy everything that I'm doing. <laughs> it's really, I think a, it's not a minor point. I think it's a really important point that it's important that you feel some kind of uplift <laughs> from the, the things that you're doing or experiencing in life. The other thing I want to touch on again, before we get into your method is you mentioned that you're a recovered perfectionist. And I know there are listeners out there who are, have perfectionist tendencies and would love to know what does it mean to be recovered and how did you <laughs> get to that space? <laughs> yeah, I know for me, as I tell, really, I was this, goal achiever, high achiever, perfectionist. And I realized how perfectionism was just a way to hide my fear, to really just, I needed to please everybody. I need to do everything perfectly. So nobody else can say that my work is not well done. And then also that leads a lot to procrastination. If it's not perfect, you're never getting it done. You only sit in there, keep thinking, keep tweaking. And you never take the real action to follow your dreams. So for me, one of the biggest examples uh, about perfectionism, and this is one of the ones I love sharing in the book, is that I love learning languages. That's one of my biggest passions. I speak six for, uh, right now. I want to learn a seventh one. And I didn't really enjoy speaking. Like I love understanding everything that's happening around me. But when it comes to speak, I really wanted to have this perfect accent. I And it was really hard. I mean, um, I was Hispanic. I was learning a couple languages at the same time. You always get this mix. And if I don't speak it perfectly, I just didn't just talk to anybody. And it was feeling like, is this really worth it? 
Do I really need to keep following this passion if I'm not allowing myself to enjoy it with other person, with other people? And the way that I broke that, um, it was learning Chinese. Because in my head, there was no way I was speaking perfectly Chinese, at least not in 10 or 12 years as a native. So I just say, you know what? Let's just start talking as crazy. Start with everybody that you know speaks Chinese. I was the one um, getting more, um, how can I say this? The one that's talked the more, uh, the most in class. And by two years learning Chinese, I can feel that I speak it. Like that can I speak and people can understand me. It doesn't matter if it is not perfect. So it start breaking those patterns of me saying, I can also write a book in English. It doesn't matter if my English is perfect enough. I can also go to Germany because I know I can understand German. I can speak and people can understand me. So that was a way that I got rid of that perfectionism in this particular aspect. And then really saying, if I want to put my business out there, if I want to help people, I cannot just sit on the idea and keep thinking about it and not start implementing it. If not, I will not be here. I will not have this book. It will not have been the seller. And none of this has happened. So it's really realizing that you can do so much more by trial and, uh, trial and error and just tweaking as you go, but also having a plan because it's not just, I would say, just like, just do it. <laughs> this Nike <laughs> slogan, just do it. I love it. I feel like it really encourages you to just take the action. But when you sit down and start planning and at least have this big picture of what's the next step, you feel like you have the power. Like it doesn't matter if it goes well or not, you at least try um, uh, a system, you try this plan. If it, and if it didn't work, then you know you need to tweak it. You can revise it. You can come back and say, what can I do next? So that was the way that I really figured out that perfectionism was not working for me anymore <laughs> and that I needed to do just to start doing the things following this plan and saying, hey, nobody's perfect and it's better done than, than perfect on this case. I love that. Nike had no idea when they came up with that slogan, how many people would need to use it at some point, right? Just do it. Um, easier said than done. And it is good to have a method. So let's talk about your method, uh, the time method, and share just a little bit with the listeners about what that method is and, and how to use it. Yeah, so my time method is, as I say, this system that I follow is my four pillars. So you can achieve this life, um, this balance, this productivity, really increase your time management skills. And time stands for tracking, impact, motivation, and evolution. And for me, it was very clear that the first stage of everything was the awareness. Like you need to analyze. I love data. I love really seeing what worked, what didn't. So when you start getting the awareness of everything that's happening around you and how you're doing the things, how much time it takes you, then you can start applying um, the tools. You can start making changes because if you don't know where you're standing, you cannot just move forward. It's not, there's no way to change something. You don't recognize that it is in there. So that was the, the number one PLR tracking. Then you move to impact. And in here, I wanted for people to really start creating huge changes in short amount of time and by following small, simple steps. So in here, it's all about routines, habits, and mindset. 
because it's what we do daily. It's our patterns, the ones that we repeat over and over. So um, even when we are just kind of in autopilot, those are the things we really need to take care of if you want to improve. So I want this to be long lasting changes, not just a quick fix. And that's why that's the second pillar. It's this base, this uh, foundation that everybody needs to follow. And then the third pillar is motivation because I love setting myself big goals and I want everybody to dream big. I don't want anybody to settle. But for reaching those goals, you need to have the right kind of motivation. And what happened is we've been conditioned that in order for you to do something, there must be a reward. Like I'm doing this because I'll get that. I'm doing this because of um, if not, I will get punished. So it's always these external factors and that's not really the best way to get motivation. So I focus more in the intrinsic motivation, internal work, really getting to know why you're doing a thing. And that way you can start building this unlimited source of motivation that it doesn't matter what's happening, you know you will continue. And in here, one of the things I really want to make sure everybody understands is when I say never stop and always continue, I'm not meaning not taking breaks because that's a huge part of what I teach is learn how to have breaks, learn how to rest, learn to listen in on what you need at this moment. Sometimes you need to slow down to speed up, but also tapping into that motivation of saying, I'm taking care of myself because that way I will be better tomorrow and I can show up 100%. So these are the kind of things you will see in motivation. And last but not least, in evolution, is really seeing the whole journey that you've been to, uh, through and then making it something that's really long lasting, something that you can use your whole life because I don't want people to work with me, let's say four months and then forget about it or read my book and never apply it. I want this to be something that it's your lifestyle, is something that can serve you forever. And that's what I call evolution is how to bring everything you just learn and start implementing it without even thinking about it, how to make it in a word, uh, in a way that serves you. One of the things I really love about your book is as you outlined each of those pillars, you actually had some space at the end of the chapters where the person who's reading it can actually do the work. And I'm thinking, you know, if, if somebody's a listener right now and they're thinking about how to work with you or, what, you know, anything about the book and how it outlines any more of this, what can you tell them about the book and how it's structured so that they can do that, that type of introspective work that you're describing? Uh, you know, talk, talk a little bit about how that's mapped out in the book. Yeah, so in here, I really wanted to make it short and sweet, simple, something that people can enjoy reading but also taking this action because again, I don't want this to be just a read that you are, you enjoy because you're good. I'm sure you actually enjoy it. I, I really enjoyed writing it and, and wanted to put my heart out there. But I also, as you say, Kelly, I started implementing a lot of exercises within the book. So I left the space in there if you want to write it down. If you're more like me and you don't like writing on the book, there's also a downloadable uh, workbook so you can get through the exercises on your own. You can print it as many times as you want. You can feel it uh, on your computer. It's completely feelable. And in here, what I wanted is people to start getting changes by doing small things. Because normally, 
when you read something about time management, it's like 400 pages and there's nothing to really start applying on how to how to journal about what you're uh, what you're doing, how you're feeling or what are those things that you really want to change in your life. I wanted to keep it short and sweet. It's it's 200 pages and it's for you to really just dive deep into everything you want to achieve how to have this balance, how to overcome this limiting belief you might have around time. Because that's one of the biggest things that I love working people with is, for example, people that just feel like they never can stop working because otherwise their business will stop. Um, I love helping people that feel this way. So, for example, one of the best clients that I had, uh, it was a woman who had really bad anxiety about not working. And by implementing everything I teach both in the book and working one-on-one with me, in it was about six to eight weeks working together, she sent me a text like, I'm at the airport, my computer is not at the airport. I'm taking one week vacation with my family. And that for me was everything. Like someone who didn't want to even have uh, evenings free, weekends free, now she managed to overcome all those limiting beliefs and start implementing systems in her life that allow her to have a full week vacation. And this year she told me she ha- will have at least one month. So <laughs> I'm pretty excited about that. And that's what you can also see in the book. I'm sharing these stories. I'm sharing real life people that has been through this method. And I'm sharing all the flexible tools to start um, owning your time because that's what I say. I want this to serve you. Maybe my routine is not the perfect routine for you. So I really want to make everything so flexible and so tweakable so you can start implementing it in, at your own pace and in your own way. So these are one of the things you can see in the book and obviously learn a lot of tools and tricks to, to leverage your time. So good. And actually, as I was preparing to talk with you today, I was going through the book and picking out some things that I wanted to share. And I and you led me perfectly. <laughs> you set me up perfectly for this one that I'd love to share with you. You actually share a quote in the book by Jim Quick that says, a lot of people feel they're burnt out because they're doing too much. I think you're doing too little of the things that make you feel alive. You're doing too little of the things that really matter in your life. And you go on to say, after that quote, I wanted to share this quote because I'm not here to tell you to do fewer things or stop dreaming big. I want the complete opposite. I want you to start living your full life in the way you always dreamed. I want you to follow your dreams and enjoy your days to the fullest. Start paying attention to the things that matter the most to you. Start designing and owning your time in a way that allows you to be happy. I love that. And thank you for sharing that quote. It, it still gives me chills because as I said, I, I put my heart on this book and that quote for me really, really summarizes everything that I want to, to transmit because it's not doing less. I'm not doing less than before. I'm doing way more, but I'm enjoying it, everything. And I'm assigning then a time that allows me to have way more free time than before. So I'm doing more, working less, <laughs> enjoying more, and I want that for everybody else as well. So thank you for sharing that, Paul. It's, it's really what I what I want is enjoying more life. And time is our most limited and precious resource. So it's it's our time to own it. It's it's really more, it's it goes beyond managing it 
or learning how to how to plan our time block is really owning our time in a way that we are in control in a way that it serves us and and in a way that you can start really enjoying your full life so good so i'm guessing at this point some people are wondering how they can get in touch with you if someone who is listening would like to get your book or reach out to you what's the best way for them to do that yes absolutely so my book is available on amazon worldwide so you just need to uh, go type from burnout to unstoppable a guide to becoming your most productive and balanced self and you can find it as i say in amazon.com.ca.es all all around the world and you can absolutely connect with me over instagram linkedin i'm very active on those platforms and you will get more tips my more more tricks and also me celebrating, for example, um, becoming bestseller or this book launch, any upcoming launch, I always share it in, in there. You can also visit my website, alejandramarquez.com. In there, you can see, well, a little bit about me, any free resource that I have at the moment. You have the direct link to the book and ways to work with me. So right now I have both one-on-one -on -one coaching and group programs. So if anybody listening is ready to dive deep into owning their time and start enjoying more everything they're doing, ditching the go-go-go mindset, getting rid of um, burnout and really have more work-life balance, this is your sign. I will be happy to connect with you and see how can I help you and support you the most. Fantastic. We will make sure that all of those links are in the show notes. So if you are listening or driving in the car, you can check those out after as well. Alejandra, what's next for you? Where, where do you see yourself going from here? That's a, that's a good question. I feel like this was such a milestone and it's, it's, it's basically February. So it, the year has even just started. So it's incredible what you can do in such a uh, short amount of time. And for me, this year is all about creating impact, like reaching out to as many people as possible, changing their life and really helping them achieve what they want. Again, with this ease and not overworking, that's one of the biggest things I want to change, this overwork mindset. And there are some great projects that are coming to life this, this year. One might be a podcast. So I, I will keep you tuned on that. And who knows, maybe this year I will start writing another book. <laughs> I love that. Good for you. Good for you. I'm excited to follow you and see where you're headed from here. Before we wrap up today, I want to finish with the question that I enjoy asking all of our authors. And that is because the name of this podcast is It Just Takes One. And I'm just curious from you, Alejandra, what does that phrase, It Just Takes One, mean to you? For me, it just takes one. Um, it really resonated with taking this big leap uh, jump of fate and it just takes one jump for you to have it all. It just takes for you one decision. You're one decision away to have the life you, you really desire and the one that you always dreamed of. And, and also I saw in here that you're only one story away, you know, to change everything and to change so many lives. So I know that this book will not only change my life and my family's, but I am sure it's going to change so many lives. And that's why I wanted to put it out there. So for me, that's the thing, taking that big leap <laughs> and trusting the process and, and enjoying everything that comes next. Wonderful. 
Alejandra, it's been a pleasure working with you. I'm excited about the book. I'm excited to see what's next for you. Please stay in touch and thanks for joining me today. Yeah, no, thank you, Kelly. And it was a pleasure working with you. Cannot wait to see everything that's coming to. <laughs> thank you. Very good. Have a great day. You too. you've heard the saying that we become so busy that we are more human doings than human beings. I couldn't help but think about that phrase as I was speaking to Alejandra in this interview because she was talking about the productivity function and how we all want to do more. And I think there is a sense of accomplishment in that. But what I took away from Alejandra's message is that being isn't so much about not doing. It's about being more. It's about being more intentional. It's about being more mindful. It's about being more structured so that you can enjoy more. Her method gives you a structure and an outline. And I hope that you will find her book Go through her exercises and connect with her if you are someone who is looking to be more. I will leave it there for today. Thank you for joining me for this episode of It Just Takes One. We will have more interviews with our authors coming soon. And if you or someone you know is interested in writing a book, please look us up at scripterpublishinggroup.com. We'd love to hop on a call and find out more about your dream and help you go from dream to published. After all, it just takes one story to make a difference.